Hello and welcome back to the Living Imperfectly podcast with me, your host, Claire. This podcast is all about providing you with real honest discussions on how embracing imperfection can be a helpful approach to improving our relationship with food, body image, exercise and navigating through our messy lives in general. If you're enjoying the podcast and you feel like more people need to hear this, then please do me a wee favour and send your favourite episode to a friend. I massively appreciate you spreading the word. Thank you so, so much. Today is going to be a solo one, just me. It's going to be short and snappy. I've got one little topic, which is a powerful topic that I have been wanting to talk about a little bit more for quite some time. So here we go. This episode is going to be all about self-compassion. Right, let's get into this. If you're a client of mine, you will know the words self-compassion. It is something I talk about all the time. And if you're not a client of mine, then welcome to the world of self-compassion. If you're somebody that finds self-care or holistic type stuff all a bit wishy-washy or a bit woo-woo and even just anything, I guess, maybe perhaps in the wellness aspect, if you struggle um, with that or if you struggle to take action on the things you want to take action on, then this episode is for you. Firstly, I just want to say, I hear you. I used to be totally not into any mindfulness practices, therapy, wellness type stuff. I would often say like, what a load of rubbish. It's just a bit wishy-washy. It's too softy, softy. And I just need to bash on, push through uh, and get shit done. Um, I was very good at pushing my emotions, my uncomfy emotions down, or turning to food, booze, partying, um, and also try to run away from my tough emotions and shock. There is not enough miles that I needed to run away from those. So it wasn't until I hit rock bottom, I mean, probably about 10 layers below rock bottom, that I actually started to get curious to how I could learn how to take care of myself because I realized, yeah, I wasn't really living. I wasn't thriving in life, let's just say that. Yet this constant chatter just chipped away in my head that I needed to toughen up and get on with it and accept that this is just the way the life is, blah, blah, blah. A little bit of like negative chatter or dare I say it, Uh, victim mentality and it was really not helpful because it wasn't really helping me take action and it wasn't really helping me take care of myself and I really started to get really curious first and foremost like where I learned that types of kind of thoughts patterns which is uncomfortable to even bring awareness to Um, But also really want, I really wanted to make a change. I did not want to live like this anymore. I wanted to get things, things done that I wanted to do, but I wanted to take care of myself. So I came across self-compassion 
And I was a bit like, hmm, I just don't know. But then I found fierce and tender self-compassion. And, or I, I like to sometimes call it, it's a secret recipe for allowing ourselves to be our authentic self. So this concept came from Dr. Kristen Neff. Check her stuff out. I highly rec- I highly recommend her. Her stuff is, yeah, it's just, it's really, really good. Anyway, when I read, like well, I mentioned, I read about self-compassion and I just, I don't know, there was just something that didn't quite click. It just didn't resonate with me. But the fierce and tender self-compassion spoke to me because it was about taking action. And this just floated my boat, really. It got me curious to know more about it. And it got me to, I guess, widen my lens to feeling like this wishy-washy stuff. It kind of got me to work through that kind of thinking. And it also taught me, it taught me, (laughs) some of my clients will laugh at this because they'll know that I say this quite often. It taught me to know when to put my big girl pants on and get shit done without grinding myself into the ground and it also taught me when to know to put my pjs on and get my ass to bed but it also taught me for the times that i potentially i potentially needed both or an in-between version of that as well so enough of my ramblings let's get actually into the nitty-gritty of the wonderful power of fierce self-compassion Fierce self-compassion is a powerful and empowering approach to self-care and self-acceptance. It involves treating yourself with the same kindness, understanding and support that you would offer a dear friend, especially during challenging times. Fierce self-compassion goes beyond just being gentle with yourself. It also involves taking bold and proactive actions to prioritize your well-being and advocate for yourself. Now that to me does not sound wishy-washy. That to me is about taking action on the things that you want to take action on, but without being addicted to yourself and taking it to extremes that you're burnt out to absolute blizzards. So I'm going to run through some of the key aspects of fierce self-compassion so that you get a true understanding of it. So first and foremost, unconditional acceptance. This involves like fully accepting yourself, your flaws and all, because we all have flaws. I hate to break it to you. You're not perfect. I'm not perfect. Nobody is perfect. Even the people on social media, shocker, they're not even perfect. It helps us to meet ourselves without the judgment or the criticism. And it means recognizing that you are worthy of love. You're worthy of care, regardless of your perceived shortcomings. I stress that word perceived. It helps fierce compassion, self-compassion helps with setting boundaries Another thing that I talk about a lot in my coaching is that 
Setting and maintaining healthy boundaries in your relationships and commitments. It means saying no when necessary, necessarily um, and valuing your time and your energy. And I also think that this is not just about setting boundaries outwards with other people around us. It's also about setting boundaries for towards ourselves as well. And saying no to ourselves too. I know, hate to break that to you. Um, but valuing your time and energy is so important because I hear this so many times. Like I don't have enough time. I'm oh, I'm so busy. I'm I'm barely surviving. And and yes, we are busy. But are you busy doing the things that you want to do, the things that you're passionate about? Are you making time for those things? Or are you kind of getting swamped in with potentially saying yes to the things that you don't want to say yes to? So really looking at, and also who you're around as well. Like, are you spending time with people that are, that lift your energy or drain your energy? And I know that we can't always get away from people that drain us. It's, it's not always like doable, um, however, we can, you know, sometimes distance ourselves when we need to. Um, so it's reminding yourself about that. Another thing that fierce self-compassion involves is self-advocacy, like speaking up for yourself and actually saying what your needs are and your desires are. It means expressing your opinions and standing up for your values and asserting yourself in a respectful and assertive manner. Like learning how to use the wonderful word no, or the wonderful world of like word of even just saying, can you just hold on a minute? I want to speak. If you find it really hard to speak your voice, finding a way to grow and learn how to use your voice. I know that that can sound really, really challenging, especially for people maybe with people-pleasing tendencies, but really kind of, I guess, challenging yourself with that in a, in a level that feels comfortable for you and continuing to do that so that that confidence in yourself grows. Um, <clears throat> another thing that fears self-compassion is about taking action so it's not passive it involves like taking proactive steps to enhance your well-being and this can include asking for help when it's needed which I know can be a really really scary thing to do to say hey I'm really struggling with my eating behaviors or I'm really struggling with um, my exercise or I'm really struggling with how I feel in my body or anything else in life in general it's really uncomfy to ask for help but fierce self-compassion when you actively you know take that action it massively helps to actually get the help that you need to work through that thing and then ultimately feel a lot better so really, it's about getting out of your own way to pursue your goals with determination and making choices that are aligned with your core value, i.e. what is truly important to you. Much like the struggles that we have about saying no, we can also struggle to say yes. Saying yes to the things that we actually want to do 
or need to do and it's I get this too like it could be potentially like a lack of confidence or perhaps perfectionist traits that are getting in the way the procrastination the putting it off like fearful that you're going to fail but learning how to say yes and taking imperfect action will massively help with taking action what was I was going to say there I was going to say yeah taking imperfect imperfect action always beats perfect inaction and that nicely goes on to embracing imperfection. So fierce self-compassion means embracing your imperfections. Like I said before, we all have them, but it's about treating them as part of your unique and valuable self. Could you imagine if the world was just full of like the same like version of you? It would be weird. Like, do you know what I mean? Like we all have something to bring to the table and we all have things that maybe we don't sometimes like we all have our strengths and weaknesses is what I'm saying and it's about knowing that like know your strengths and be confident with those and constantly like looking at your your weaknesses and not seeing them as weaknesses but seeing them as opportunity to learn and grow in those areas those are the things like are the things that I would say I work on probably the most in fact all the time um so yeah, it's about recognizing that we all make mistakes um, and especially if we are being proactive and actually challenging ourselves with the things that we potentially feel uncomfy about, then those mistakes might feel like really, really challenging on our minds, but it's actually an opportunity for growth and learning. Like every single thing that you do in life is an opportunity to learn. I think that's pretty cool maybe because I'm a bit of a geek and I love learning but I do actually think that that's actually quite powerful and it definitely helps me when I am procrastinating about things because you know I do I do procrastinate a lot but I still take action anyway another thing that fierce self-compassion involves is cultivating resilience so it's developing resilience in the face of adversity. It means acknowledging your pain and difficulties while also tapping into your inner strength and resourcefulness to overcome these obstacles. Basically, teaches you how to learn to be a total badass is why, how I take that. <laughs> um, fierce self-compassion also um, is cultivating compassionate and empowering inner dialogue so it's nurturing your inner chatter and you know we all have this inner child inner negative voice sometimes that we have just chipping away and that negative self-talk with affirming and encouraging statements that support so sorry it means like that you're actually facing this negative self-talk but then you're choosing not to actually run with that so you are choosing to chat to challenge that inner chat and switch or reframe which is really powerful like reframe with more encouraging statements that will support your well-being 
fierce self-compassion also involves prioritizing your self-care and overall well-being. It means like taking deliberate actions to nurture your physical, mental and emotional health. Because I think that sometimes we think that these things are all automatic and we should just be automatically taking care of ourselves. Um, when actually, no, we do need to make an an effort on these things. It's deliberate. It's a deliberate action. We're choosing to either take care of ourselves or not. Um, and that's in all aspects, like I said, physical, mental, emotional. It all It's all important for overall health. Fierce self-compassion also includes celebrating your successes and accomplishments no matter how small they are it means like acknowledging your efforts and giving yourself the credit for your achievements give yourself that internal validation yes it's nice to have external validation we're human we all like that However, when we are like, our actions are to get that, that's where there's a little bit of disjoint. So start giving yourself credit. Um, it feels really icky to start because you're like, oh, is this me being a bit cocky or a bit um, big headed? Or maybe you're trying to dull your light. Um, and I think it's just about practicing that and learning what, what works for you. So really summarize fierce self-compassion is about honoring your worth. You are worth, you're worth it. Embrace your strengths and acknowledge your challenges with a sense of courage and determination. It's honestly transformative approach that empowers you to navigate life's ups, downs, and all that messy stuff that's in between with a fierce and unwavering sense of self-love and care. Now, to me, none of that sounds wishy-washy, softy-softy. That sounds to me like showing yourself that you're a badass woman who is living a purposeful life. I'm going to move on to the power of tender self-compassion. Now, I'll be brutally honest, this is probably the area that I struggle with the most, and some of you might resonate with this. But tender self-compassion is like giving yourself a warm and comforting hug, especially during moments of vulnerability or difficulty. It's like the gentle, nurturing side of self-compassion that allows you to be kind and understanding towards yourself when you're facing challenges, setbacks, or even when you're just, when you're feeling down. And as you can maybe tell from earlier in this podcast, you might have picked up that it maybe is easier for me to be a bit more fierce, <laughs> but the tender stuff, not so much. So bear with me. Tender self-compassion is about embracing vulnerability life's tough moments can leave you feel feeling like you're in this puddle of emotions not the great emotions the really icky uncomfy ones and tell uh, tender self-compassion it kind of wraps you up in this cozy 
embrace allowing you to feel without judgment and we can judge ourselves quite harshly sometimes and it's about learning that we are human and we all go through rubbish stuff at times and sometimes it can feel like we're going through that all the time and there's just no light at the end of the tunnel um but it's about meeting yourself with that kindness that self-compassion gives you also navigating through these stormy emotions it's like an emotional thunderstorm sometimes and tender self-compassion is like your shelter it's like guiding you through the rain and reminding you that it's okay to ask for help I've said that stressed that earlier but it's about again saying you're not alone you're human we as humans all go through ups and downs and everything in between and we all feel we all feel these uncomfy emotions if we allow ourselves to feel them that is but it's okay to ask for help it's okay to speak to somebody else it's okay to trust somebody and and say exactly what's going on and shocker you might actually start to see that oh yeah the people around me are also struggling because then they can open up too so another thing that tender self-compassion teaches us is to self-care is to take care of ourselves learning to say no or cancelling on somebody last minute because you know you need to look after yourself but it's about doing that without the guilt chipping away and I'm talking to the people pleasers here sorry I'm picking on you today but it is about saying that you're worth pleasing and you are important too and it's not to say that the people around you aren't important but the people who care about you and the people that you're desperately trying to please most likely want you to feel like you're pleasing yourself too um so it's about reminding ourselves that we are important and that taking care of ourselves is crucial because when we take care of ourselves we can actually take care of others more which if you have people pleasing tendencies totally can't relate um then actually that's a good way to practice this stuff because then you can help more people so yeah it's ensuring that you're cared for basically even in the toughest days it helps you navigate that to cultivate the pause to work through those emotions to take action on working through those emotions instead of using other uh, coping strategies that perhaps aren't actually serving you like turning to food booze parting it up um running your your problems away and not that there's anything wrong with you know we all use those types of coping strategies but when it becomes unhelpful for us that's when it's that's when it's a problem for us right so anyway to summarize fierce self-compassion is like your no-nonsense friend who's always got your back you know that one that's going to keep you accountable and you're going to get that shit done (laughs) and tender self-compassion is that gentle voice that tells you hey it's okay to feel what you're feeling 
allow yourself to feel that uncomfy feelings but also let's see what you need in this moment or as I mentioned before it's a helpful tool to help you know when you need to put your big girl pants on and get your shit done or to get your pjs on and get yourself to bed and also for the days that you maybe need both because you know life is funny like that we sometimes need a combination of these things to navigate all the ups the downs and all that messy stuff in between so if you feel like you know you don't know what you need or like if you're a type of person that you think I just don't know what I need or you struggle with being kind to yourself or you get really annoyed at yourself for not taking action on the things you want to take action or perhaps taking action on the things you really know is actually going to help you then this tool is something to practice daily um, there's some great infographics on uh, Kristen's website and I'll, I'll actually put her website in the show notes because I think it is super helpful to check out her stuff. I, I honestly can't read her enough. Um, but yeah, you know, constantly checking in with yourself and asking yourself, like, what do I need right now? Do I need fierce self-compassion or do I need tender self-compassion? And if you have listened to this episode and you're still feeling a little bit resistant to practicing self-compassion, I want you to do this one thing, and that is get curious and ask yourself, why am I resisting this? Anyway, I'm going to stop there. That is enough of my ramblings for today. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast. And if you've taken anything from this, please do share with me. I really hope that you have taken something that's helped you in some way. And if you want to get in touch, then please check my show notes for my contact details. And I look forward to meeting you again on the next episode. <laughs>